Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Select Bet, and as ever, I'm joined by Greg Browning. How's it going, Greg? Good evening, yes, very well, thank you. Very well. It's a much happier Greg Browning this week after the results at the weekend. Just when the lot lift me up, along comes Friends League 2. Just <laughs> glorious. Absolutely glorious. That was Friday night, eh? Yeah, Friday night. So that's it landed now. Um, first half goals in all eight games. Third time now in two months. So it paid 37 to 1 in some places. So, no, really just that to the weekend. Nice. And we had a couple of winners on last week's podcast as well, which was good. Yeah, three out of four. So Morton, who I spoke about extensively, on the Mr Fixit website <laughs> and on Twitter um, at home to Dunfermline priced way too high and yeah. they delivered a 3-2 win to land both goal bets sparked a wee bit of debate that one it did some people thought that I was a what was the word what was the phrase crackpot I think a crackpot for thinking used. that Morton should be 6-5 <laughs> to be <laughs> fair it's all, it's all about opinion well that's it exactly nobody's right nobody's wrong pre-match nope um, post match, you can start dragging. Exactly. <laughs> um, but no, it was good to see that one win. That finished three two in the end, and Everton was also a, a good shout. Yeah, Everton was a what we kind of thought it would be a scabby one 0 win for Everton um, to get a positive result. Obviously, after that really poor FA Cup game against yeah. uh, Liverpool. So, no, that is went exactly to plan. So three to four, and we've got Scottish Cup games to contend with this weekend. Yeah, we'll come on to that in a minute, but before we do, I um, mentioned last week that we have somehow managed to pick up a sponsor of the podcast, and we're very pleased to have Who Knows Wins on board with us. Um, it's a great little app, we had the first go at it last week, and Who Knows Wins, it's a, it's a social betting app where you can bet against your friends and not the bookie, um, so it's just a good way to, I suppose resolve those debates where people think they know most about football on your WhatsApp group or amongst your mates or your work colleagues or whatever. So last week we set up our first league competition and we had some really really good interest in it actually. The prize pot was £185 I think in the end up. Uh, main winner was Buzz who finished first and he won a total of £123 and two pence uh, with five correct predictions so that was pretty good going and you upheld the good name of the Gambler podcast by finishing <laughs> joint second to win yourself a tenner so all in all not a, not a bad day's work Yeah it was good £10.13 I think it was and just off the back of that on the actual app itself you don't have to set your own one up you can join other ones that other people have set up so, for example, I joined an FA Cup one tonight. You just obviously just submit your entry and that's it done. So you don't actually need to physically set one up yourself, which yeah, is really good. Exactly. Once you've got an account, you can join other public ones or you can create your own. So, yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty impressed with the app so far. It's been pretty good. And we go again this week. Uh, we set up another uh, league competition. We're taking some feedback on board and there's not so many Scottish games this week. Which... diverse, so yes. diversity. We're going to include some English games this weekend. I think it's a good shout because we can't rely on the Scottish weather. I think there was about six or seven games postponed in the league <laughs> uh, last weekend. So we have 15 matches this week again across the Premier League of Championship and the Scottish Cup. Again, it's a £5 buy-in. So Please, if you fancy it, just give it a go. Um, it's a bit of fun for a Saturday as well. Um, and as I say, Buzz won uh, £123 by getting just five correct at the weekend. So sometimes it doesn't take much to win the big prize. If you don't already have the Who Knows Wins app, 
you can go to the Apple App Store and download it there or the Google Play Store and just search for Who Knows Wins and you can pick up the app there and download it to your device. So if you have the chance, uh, join us, £5 buy-in and give it a go. And with all the advertising over with, let's move on to this week's fixtures. And uh, yeah, so Scottish Cup dominates things in Scotland and I could almost feel your frustration through my screen today on Twitter, um, just about the, the sheer lack of markets and even games available at some of the bookies. So I don't like to swear on the podcast, but for fuck's sake, it's Tuesday <laughs> night, right? William Hill sponsored the competition. They are the sponsor of the Scottish Cup and they haven't got a single market up yet on a Tuesday night, given the fact there's games on Friday night starting. Yeah. I think Rangers kick off against Stranraer. Mm-hmm. So, William Hill obviously sponsored it, nothing up at all. It doesn't get much better, really. No. Very few bookies had any prices up at all. Bet365 had a half-assed attempt of <laughs> pulling together some prices. I think they had, by about one o'clock, given prices on the games. Is it Johnston match versus Morton? There was one market that was either win, lose or draw. And they had everyone kicking off at three o'clock on Saturday, which again is nonsense because there's games on Friday night and on Sunday. Yeah. So all in all, a lot of nonsense. Pretty poor, especially from William Hill. And I had a look at Ladbrokes, who aren't much better. At the moment, we're sitting at, what, 10 o'clock Tuesday night. They've only got 13 of the 16 matches priced up. Um, they've only got 64 markets in each of the matches. Bet365, as you say, although they've got them all uh, priced up they've got limited markets on most of the games as well um, Kickoff times are wrong and well we'll talk about it in a wee minute but some of the early prices that came out were just quite a, a bit off the mark as well um, the only one that I've looked at have got them all priced up and all the correct kickoff times at the moment appear to be Paddy Power so fair play to them but it's a really poor show from especially William Hill who title sponsors of the competition should really be doing a lot better for the punters uh, not just in Scotland but across the UK who want to have you know bets in these games and get early prices on them Yeah, should be having to chase about at this time no. of the week trying to get prices especially for a National Cup and a cup yeah. that a bookie sponsor so I'll take some deep breaths and let you carry on <laughs> Well before well, we're about to get started on the tips obviously but one of the ones that we're going to include in our first bet is Aberdeen and they originally opened up at what 2-7 was it? Yeah, so I was checking frantically this morning, just waiting for prices to come out. So when prices came out, Aberdeen were two to seven. Now, no, that's against Dumbarton. Dumbarton, yeah. So Dumbarton are League One, so two leagues below. They're at home now. Falkirk played Dumbarton in the league two weeks ago, and Falkirk were a shade above, a shade below two to seven. Mm-hmm. But they're saying that Aberdeen are two to seven as well against the Dumbarton side, who are two leagues below. Yeah. And obviously, given the fact that Aberdeen are a well-established Premiership club, yeah. so they made the right after that. So that price did not last long. Um, I put up on Twitter today a St Johnston and Aberdeen double, just to kind of start debate and say that that could be a shout for the nap for Saturday. Um, it's not going to be the nap, but that price changed from two to seven quite quickly to one to five. Yeah, which even still feels on the big side then I guess by Saturday that'll go even shorter yeah this is the thing this is again what we'll keep preaching about why we do the podcast on a Tuesday night to get best best price and best value mm-hmm. but I don't think they, were, they, were, they weren't alone obviously in the pricing of some games so yeah. they're playing Broxburn 
So Broxburn are a lower league side, um, what four tiers below St Mirren in the Premiership, mm-hmm. and St Mirren started off at one to five, which again I think's quite reasonable. Um, but that then soon went to one to twelve about half an hour later. Yeah, I suppose shrewd punters probably jump on those prices, you know, potentially with maybe not big money, but certainly the money will force those odds to to something more natural, something that you would expect. Um, and we're starting to see that already, as I say, with some of the prices. But there's still value to be had um, in some of the games anyway, isn't there? Yeah, definitely. You just need to look about. So I think through the games, there's quite a lot of heavy favourites. So obviously Rangers, Aberdeen, Hamilton are at home to Edinburgh City, Command at play Queen's Park, uh, St Mirren obviously, like I spoke about, play Broxburn, and the famous person Johnston play Greenwich Morton. So um, it's trying to find out where's there going to be a shock. And I think we mentioned last week, we don't touch the FA Cup in England yeah. for the sole reason nobody cares about it. So the clubs don't care about it, the fans don't care about it. Well, maybe the fans do, that's probably a bit unfair. But the clubs don't. And the clubs obviously bring the changes. I think there were some games where there's eight or nine changes being made. That's not the case in Scotland. Every club takes the Scottish Cup seriously. Yeah, I think it's a fair point. I mean, I think clubs do take it seriously, but I think their priorities are slightly different in England, where you know there's far more much, far more money uh, spilling about for league positions than there are for the FA Cup. Um, so I think teams are less likely to take it as seriously as we do here in Scotland. So it just means that you're kind of playing with a straight bat, I suppose, when you're when you're looking at these games, you expect that the teams will be reasonably strong because teams want to progress in them. Yeah, definitely. So Aberdeen, for example, home to Dumbarton. Now, this time last year, Aberdeen drew one all, I think, home to Stenhousemuir. Yeah, it was a Which problem. is an absolute shocker. That was probably that, a buster of the season, that I one. think it was. I think it really killed thousands upon thousands of lines, minus yeah. ones, minus twos, half-time, full-time. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Derek McInnes is going to be taking any chances this Saturday. Mm-hmm. He's going to put out his full-strength team, and that will include uh, Sam Cosgrove. So um, I, I'd fully expect Aberdeen to win this game and to win it comfortably. You can obviously back the handicap markets, but we're, we're not greedy here. I'm happy to take Aberdeen to win the game and score two goals. Mm. And I'm happy to double that, that up as well with somebody else. And who is that? Someone else? That someone else is the Friday night game and that's Rangers at home to Stranraer. So Stranraer, bottom of League One, struggling, shipping lots of goals and they go to the Fortress Ibrox. And I call it a fortress because they're pretty much hammering every team that goes there. Yeah, well, their only defeat has been to Celtic earlier in the season, but um, I think we're looking at it earlier. They've put um, was it four or more goals past four of the eight visitors that have come to Ibrox already this season in the Premier League? Yeah, and I think Stephen Gerrard will make some changes to this game, obviously. It's not going to be a full-strength Rangers team, but that shouldn't matter too much. Out comes Morelos and in comes Defoe. Yeah. So <laughs> they're going to have a strong squad still playing in that match, and they should be good enough to score four goals. So nothing flashier, really. I think it's all about trying to find value. So I think Aberdeen to win and to score two and double that up with the Friday night match, which is Rangers to score four goals against Stranraer. And that pays, in my opinion, a nice five to four. Yeah. And that's, that's with bet three six five. That's pretty a pretty decent way of finding value out of certainly those two games which look on paper mismatches. Um I would just add that I, I quite fancy Rangers to 
to go above the four goal mark, maybe get five or six on Friday night. Um, it was 65 earlier for them to score four and a half goals. It's now by, been back down a wee bit to, to even money. But when you consider that Rangers have put five past the likes of Hearts, Hamilton, Hearts doesn't count, sorry. Hibs <laughs> already this season. And Stranraer, Stranraer haven't won a game away from home all season, two divisions below. I think it, you know, it could run up a cricket score on Friday night if if they turn up. Um, and there's no reason why they shouldn't. I think for Rangers, it's all about just keeping that momentum going that they've built up. And obviously, the win that they had at Celtic Park was huge for them. And I can't see anything other than a very, very, very comfortable win for them on Friday night. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Um, in terms of adding to that then, so that's the double and that's the nap for the weekend. Yeah. If you're looking for a kind of bigger price than 5-4, to four, and if you're brave, you can um, add in Hearts home to Airdrie. Now, hearts don't count. That's very controversial. <laughs> very, very controversial. Um, hearts, as you know, have just been a disaster this season. But Stendhal's been there a good while now. He's had a two-week break to work with the team. I think they've got two or three players back, actually, from injury. I think Naismith's back. Connor Washington's back, I think, and suited as well. I think Naismith's so, the key, isn't he? Yeah, yes, isn't he? He kind of makes Hearts tick. So, don't get me wrong, Airdrie are having a great season in League One. They're obviously, their priority is getting promoted. So, they'll go to Tynecastle, enjoy their day. I don't see them causing an upset. And I think it's a perfect game for Hearts at home to try and get a win and try and galvanise the fans. So, if you want to add Hearts into that, you can add Hearts to win and to score two, same as Aberdeen bet, and that would then give you a 94 treble. Uh, but it won't I'm, be only, me. I'm only back in the double. It's just no. in case somebody wanted a 94 shot rather than a 5 to 4 shot. I honestly just couldn't be back in the hearts against anyone at the moment. No, I, I get that, and I think a few people will say the same thing. Uh, I, I personally think hearts will win, but you're probably right. It's probably not a game to back given there's other, other options out there. Okay, now. One of the other games that we do like the, the look of a very intriguing game at Tannadice where Dundee United who are running away with the championship play host to Hibs on Sunday. That's the tie of the round, I would say, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I think it's a full house almost at, at Tannadice, I think it'll be. Yeah, it should be. Is it on TV? Yeah, I'm just about to check. Um, I think it might be on BBC Scotland. Give me a sec. Yeah, BBC One Scotland, three o'clock Sunday afternoon. Yeah, it should be a cracker. I think Hibs have sold 4,000 tickets for that game. There'll be seven or 8,000 Arabs there as well. So, be a full house at Tannadice. Dungeon United, obviously, scoring goals for fun. Shanklin's the man of the moment again. Yep. He's obviously been heavily discussed in all social media outlets about where he'll be next season. Yeah, even, I guess, there's been talk of him moving this transfer window as well. Um, the United looking for £2 million for him. Which I think is more than fair, to be fair. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think it's on the high side, but I mean, he scored, what, 22 goals now this season, and I, Sunday might actually be a, a very big game for him personally, you know, if he has a good game on Sunday and manages to get on the score sheet, uh, maybe even a double, then it might prompt teams to move for him sooner rather than later. Yeah, definitely. I think for Hibs, Hibs still have that defensive frailty about them. Yeah. They've, they keep very, very few clean sheets, Hibs. Fact, you can probably count, you can definitely count in one hand how many clean sheets Hibs have had this season. Yeah. Um. But going forward, obviously, uh, they're a much bigger threat. So it's probably a game in which you can imagine both teams scoring, and over two point five goals is just a little bit short for me. Really, I was hoping it'd be a little bit bigger. It's three to four. 
Um, I think with Bet365, it's 8 to 11 with Skybet. Mm-hmm. But you could probably get a bigger price if you do both teams to score and over 2.5, and that'll probably pay just above even money. Okay, so that's Sunday's game, the United v Hibs, and it's either over 2.5 at 3-4, or combine that with both teams to score. For what yeah, price do you think? Uh, it'll be around evens. I'm happy just to take the over 2.5 at 3-4. Yeah, me too. I think, that's, I think that's okay. I mean, it is on the short side, but it looks like a game... You know, that live on TV, full house, two teams that are good going forward, plenty of goals, no reason why why we shouldn't see over two and a half in that one. Possibly one for the bet builder as well. You might get a lot of people back in the bet builder, so maybe over 1.5 goals, over eight corners, over two bookings. That'll probably pay a bit evens as well. So different ways to try and get an even money shot. But yeah, I'm happy to take the three to four over 2.5. Yeah, yep. OK. Is there any accumulator value at all in the, the Scottish Cup, do you think? Or is it just a case that inevitably one shot result will turn up somewhere like, yeah there usually like is Aberdeen last like year. Aberdeen which killed the big accumulator yeah. I think for big hitters and those who want to hit a, a massive double or a massive treble I think you can find that but we had a wee chat before the podcast and Hamilton play Edinburgh City is there a shock in there I'm not sure I couldn't touch Kilmarnock no, Kilmarnock are playing obviously a team from League 2 so they should comfortably beat Queen's Park but again the way that Kilmarnock have been I don't think they've scored in five games now. It's not a game I'd be, I'd be ploughing into. Uh, I, I guess my advice would be, on the handicap markets, I would stay away from Kilmarnock and Hamilton anyway. Mm-hmm. Against lower league teams. Yeah, they kind of feel like games that they would just be happy to win. You know, yeah, without, definitely. You know, having to win by two, three or four goals or whatever. Um, and what about St Johnson? Now we worked for them against Morton. You were championing Morton's cause last weekend. Yeah, Morton are now one of my favourite clubs, along with <laughs> Hibs and Lommel, and my Belgium reserve friends. We should take care of um, Morton Saturday. 49 is a pretty fair price. Um, but Morton are actually playing really well, three wins and four. They've won their last two away games. So they'll, they're coming here almost to Perth as underdogs, nothing to lose really, but we should take care of them at home. We don't lose too many cup games at home against lower league opposition. Don't quote me in that, though, please. Well, you, know that, you do know this is recorded and put out live in the public, don't we'll, you? We'll, we'll cut it out. <laughs> and just a word very briefly, Dundee v Motherwell on Saturday night. That's quite an interesting one. Yeah, I've seen a few people commenting on hammering into Motherwell, and I can understand why. Now, Motherwell, I think, are even money, and they'll probably go off shorter than that. <laughs> but as much as I hate Dundee... A wee trip to Dens, was it Friday night that Sat- game is? Saturday night. Oh, Saturday night, isn't it? Brilliant. Yeah, Saturday night and what Dundee. What a great away day for Motherwell. Motherwell boys. <laughs> if they see the game. <laughs> um, I wouldn't touch it, to be honest with you. Don't get me wrong, Motherwell are flying at the moment in the Premiership. But it's a Scottish Cup game, it's at Dens. Motherwell might be happy to take a take a draw and take it back to Fur Park. Um, don't get me wrong, they should win that one, but probably best left the one for me. Okay. Next we're going to... Dip into to England um, and a basement battle at Carrow Road. Yes, this is the, the true definition of a six-pointer. So Norwich versus Bournemouth. Uh, Norwich, as we know, are rooted to the bottom of the league, just 14 points. But what a chance they've got to claim up, well, to try and claw the gap back against teams above them. Mm-hmm. They're playing Bournemouth. Now, Bournemouth can't buy a goal at the moment. Uh, a really, really poor run of form at the moment. They've only scored two goals in their last eight games. Now, when we associate with Bournemouth, you usually associate lots and lots of goals. Yeah, attacking football. And attacking yeah. football, yeah, exactly. 
But one goal in five, two goals in eight games. So they've failed to score now in six of the last eight. And I think they've still got a pretty hefty injury list as well. Yeah, it's the first I've really seen Eddie Howe under a bit of pressure as gaffer there. Um, I don't know how much, I presume he's got a lot of credit in the bank, but you know what the Premier League's like these days and he's going to have to turn it around pretty quickly albeit they're second bottom at the moment and they're only six points off being 13th but as you say this is a real six pointer if Norwich win it moves them to within three points at Bournemouth Um, so it's a game where it could go either way it could be a a stale game where they're both kind of scared to come out and play or it could be goals galore yeah I think for Bournemouth I think the fact that they've now won just once in the last 10 games. The reason why they're not bought with the league at the moment is because they started the season off relatively well. I think they started the season off really well, actually. But the last two or three months, they've just been dire. Um, they can't score, conceding too many goals. And I guess the biggest worry is they're not even playing the big sides. They've been beaten by Watford, West Ham, Burnley and Palace in their last four or five games. Yeah, Brighton as well. Brighton as well, yeah. So they're hardly playing Man City or, or, or Liverpool. So... A tough game for them. Now, Norwich at home, obviously, usually associate with goals. Now, Norwich have scored in all 10 home games this season, which is good. And a stat that I really liked is they've scored two or more against Spurs, Man City, Arsenal and Chelsea. So, more than capable of scoring a couple of goals here. Now, we had a wee chat pre-podcast about Norwich to win or could it be a scabby 1-0 or backing goals. Norwich don't keep many clean sheets and don't get me wrong uh, Bournemouth don't score many goals at the moment but I'm just happy to take Norwich to score two or more yeah. and that pays 12-11 to 11 with VBIT but elsewhere it's just a shade above even money Yeah and I think the, you can have pointed out it's a, a bit of an anomaly with Norwich that they seem to have a better scoring record against the better teams at home um, but that's maybe the fact they just don't sit back regardless who they're playing yeah, they've not scored that many goals against the teams you'd expect them to, to be doing better against. They, they do perform a lot better against the bigger clubs. But this game for them, if they can get a win here, it takes them to win three points at Bournemouth and a real chance of kind of escaping that bottom three places. OK, so that's Norwich to score two or more against Bournemouth, um, which is currently priced at best price we can see is 12-11 to 11 with uh, VBET. Okay, so our last tip for the weekend is the dreaded early kickoff on Saturday in the Championship. Yeah, I'm a bit annoyed it's an early kickoff, but I'm still going to go for it anyway. And this comes from the Greg's Black Book of Goals. So it's a start space tip, and it's a tip we've done a few times this season now, and it involves QPR at home. So I think this season anyway, QPR home games have been terrific for goals at home. Yeah. Um, well, especially 2020, <laughs> they won 6-1 and 5-1. And they lost 3-1 away at Brentford last weekend. So that's 17 goals now in their first three games of the year. Now, what I've noticed this season is the sheer volume of second-half goals scored at Loftus Road. So I think at the moment, 13 of their 17 games at home this season have seen at least two second-half goals. Now, when you look at their goal-scoring record this season at home as well, six of the last seven games have seen over 25 and 13 of their 17 games this season have seen at least three goals, yeah. most of which have seen both sides score. So they face a lead side who were shocked really by Sheffield Wednesday, weren't they, last weekend? It was a, a late show, two goals from Sheffield Wednesday late on. Yeah, and 
they need to be really careful, Leeds. I mean, at one point they had a, a 12-point cushion um, to third place, and now that's been cut down to six. So they can't really afford to, to drop too many points if they want to secure one of those top two places that takes them up to the Premier League. No, definitely not. And obviously they've had a repeat of that in previous seasons, but they've done really well up until Christmas time. Yeah. and just faded away so yeah. this year they'll be thinking they can't afford any more slip-ups but QPR not an easy place to go yeah, and especially will, given their opening results that should be a tricky one for Leeds I was having a look at their results in the three games that they've lost away from home have all been in London um, to Fulham Millwall and Charlton so I just wonder if that'll be playing on Leeds minds uh, come Saturday as well so definitely a tricky uh, venue for them to go to so you're getting two second half goals um, at 4-5 and that's with Skybet um, it's coming quite a lot of times this season and I'm happy to back it again. Yeah, I like to look at over two and a half, but uh, it's a wee bit short at eight to 13. Um, that was a bet three, six, five. Might be slightly bigger if you shop around. But um, yeah, I know this is a bet that you like at Loftus Road over uh, two or more goals in the second half. Yeah, not just that one as well, to be fair. I also enjoy a late goal QPR. So along the lines of the Newcastle bet I did a few seasons ago where there was always a late goal at James's Park. There tends to be, obviously, with well, there being two second-half goals in quite a lot of games, you tend to find quite a lot of them come in the 80th-plus minute. Mm. So you'll probably be quite quite short in the goal line time for this game. So you'll probably get a goal after 77 minutes, five to six. But it's maybe worthwhile keeping an eye on play because uh, yeah. there tends to be a lot of late goals scored here. Yeah, always a good one to keep an eye on in play. And we'll just ignore the fact that it's a 12.30 kick-off and... That yes. usually kills a bet. <laughs> so fingers crossed the, the curse of the early kickoff doesn't uh, kick in Saturday. Okay, can you just give us a wee recap then of your best bets for the weekend? Yeah, so Scottish Cup wise, um, Aberdeen to score two goals and win the match, and Rangers to score four goals against Stranraer. So that's a double across Friday night and into Saturday, and that pays five to four with bet 365, and that will be the Saturday's nap. Um, we're also going to back goals at Tannadice between Dungeon United and Hibs. So taking over 2.5 goals in that game, and that pays 3-4. to four. Uh, Moving into England, we've got Norwich's home game against Bournemouth. And we're taking Norwich to score two or more goals at 12-11 to 11 with VBET. And finally, QPR v Leeds, early kick-off on Saturday, taking two second-half goals at 4-5 with bet 365. Excellent. So before we finish, just a wee quick reminder to join our Who Knows Wins competition. Just download the app on the Apple App Store or on Google Play. It's a £5 buy-in, there's 15 matches and the person with the most correct predictions will take the biggest prize from the pot. Uh, And we'll obviously give you a mention on next week's podcast, Who Could Want Anything More? as ever, just a wee reminder to also subscribe to the podcast, whether it be iTunes, Google Podcasting app, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to us. Um, and also, if you can, please take a wee minute to just uh, give us a, a rating or a review on whatever platform that you're using. We always like to hear from you, so drop us an email at hello at gambler.co.uk if you have any recommendations, any tips or any feedback um, on the podcast or what we do. And you can follow us on Twitter where our handle is at gamblertips. And of course, you can also follow Greg on Twitter at browning84. Greg. And that's us for another week. Best of luck with your tips this weekend. Please feel free to share them with us uh, via Twitter or via email. And thanks to Greg for your time this week. Thank you. Good luck. Cheers.